Welcome to another exciting worldwide podcast episode of The Decline and Fall of America. I am Charles Factor, your worldwide podcasting host, broadcasting live from the new studios in Holly Springs, North Carolina. Today we have a fascinating and interesting subject for discussion. We're going to be talking about why 40 million Americans now live alone, more than ever in the history of the country, and why that means that they are 64% more likely to be depressed than people that live with other people. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about why is this happening, what's leading to this, why are 40 million Americans no longer living with other people, why are they living in a solitary environment, and why does that make them 64% more likely to be depressed? I guess this isn't a surprise. We're seeing a decline in the nuclear family in the United States, fewer children being born, uh, increased rates of divorce, increased rates of people not marrying, increased rates of delayed marriage. When people do marry, they're not getting married at 20 anymore. It's more likely to be 30 or around there. And so for all of these reasons, there's a dramatic increase in the number of people that are living alone. And what does that mean for our mental health? And what does that mean for the health of the country and the health of the American empire? So I'm going to follow the following format. I'm going to read an article from the Daily Mail newspaper. Daily Mail is a newspaper uh, that is produced in England, the United Kingdom. It's a newspaper that tends to focus on research data and statistics. Those are articles that I like and hopefully you do as well. And then after I read parts of the article or all of the article, just depending, Um, Then afterwards, we will discuss it. So you can read the rest of the article or anytime you want on dailymail.com. This is a brand new article, the headline of which is as follows, quote, America's loneliness epidemic laid bare. Nearly 40 million Americans now live alone, and they are 64% more likely to be depressed than their peers, official reports warn. That's the headline of the article, and here's the article, quote, The number of people living alone in America has hit a new record level, with experts describing the situation as an epidemic. A report by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention published today estimated that 37.9 million Americans were living alone in 2022, up from 4.8 million, 15% um, from the numbers in 2012. It also found that the proportion of the adult population living in single-person households has doubled since the 1960s from 13% to more than 29%. The report warned that there is an increased risk of adverse mental health for those living alone, adding that people living alone are 64% more likely to have symptoms of depression than those who live with others. Researchers warn that the rates may be driving the sense of despair and high rates of mental health problems across the United States. Quote, experts have called the shift the biggest demographic change of the last century, saying it is being driven by surging divorce rates and more economic independence among women. For the report, researchers analyzed data from the National Health Interview Survey, which interviews 100,000 Americans every year on their living standards, including whether they live alone. They also found that middle-aged adults, aged between 45 and 64 years old, now make up the largest portion of adults living alone, followed by those aged 30 to 44 years. At the other end of the scale, those aged 18 to 29-year-olds 
made up the smallest proportion of those living on their own. And adults who lived alone are evenly split between men and women. A total of 43.2% have an income about 400% more than the federal poverty level, which is set at 14500 per year for a single-person household. They were also most likely to be from white ethnic backgrounds. Results also showed that people who lived on their own are more likely to report symptoms of depression. Among this group, 6.4% said that they are experiencing depressive emotions compared to 4.1% among those who live with others. Middle-aged adults, those aged 45 to 64 years old, who live alone have the highest proportion of reporting feelings of depression at 9%. For comparison, among those in this age group who live with others, 3.9% said they are experiencing symptoms of depression. Dr. Maikata, who heads up the Census Bureau's Health and Disability Statistics Branch and who wrote the report, said, quote, previous research found increased risk of adverse mental health among older adults who live with other relatives and non-relatives compared with those who live with a partner or a spouse. She added, quote, adults living alone may differ in terms of the reasons for living alone. Some people choose to live alone while others are living alone due to the death of a spouse or a partner or family disillusion. Those living with others may differ by whom they live with. Some people may live with a spouse or a partner while others may live with other relatives or non-relatives, unquote. Well, there you have it. That's the article. I mean, it's pretty stunning. It basically says the number of Americans living alone has doubled since the 1960s. It also indicates that these people are 64% more likely to be depressed than people who live with other people. And it gives various reasons for why more people are living alone now than in the past, Well, what does this mean for the American empire? Obviously, stronger empires have stronger citizens, right? You have weaker citizens, you got a weaker empire. You know, the sum is equal to, the the whole is equal to the sum of the parts. So if you have, you know, 300 million weak citizens, you're going to have a weak empire. You have 300 million strong citizens, you're going to have a strong empire. People that are depressed, having mental health symptoms, well, they're more likely to be popping pills to try to control it, they're more likely to abuse substances and so on and so forth. So it's not good for people to be depressed. I would argue it's not necessarily good for people to be living alone. I'm not saying that everyone has the choice of living with other people. And I do recognize that living with other people can often be irritating, for sure. But notwithstanding that, here we got a situation where 40 million Americans are now living without anyone else present in the household. A lot of those people are working online, so they don't have normal interactions with people in the workplace. Some of those people don't do anything outside of, you know, what work they have to do and and living alone. Some might be retired and have nobody in their lives. So, you know, with smaller families and the disillusion of more marriages, more divorce, and people having fewer kids and getting married later, well, this is the result. This is the result, a loneliness epidemic, people living alone, being depressed, so on and so forth. Is this a good thing? I submit it isn't. I'm not saying we should force people into group settings, but I do think we should at least address and discuss the subject, maybe come up with more group settings where people can live with other people without necessarily them being family members, you know, having sharing apartments with roommates. That can be a really good solution. You don't need to be best friends with somebody, you know, but... To have apartments designed 
for the eventuality that, you know, you have different units within the apartment structure or within the housing structure. The people have their own personal space, but maybe they share a kitchen and a living room together. That can be a real positive, a positive living environment. You know, it offers a little bit of social contact, but maybe not so much that it's overwhelmingly irritating. And that might work for a lot of people. It's probably better than just living alone where you have absolutely no interaction. So in any event, that's what we're talking about today. You know, I'm not a big fan of loneliness. I don't like it. I don't like to be alone. It's just in my nature. I guess I don't know all that many people that do. I know I've heard there are some people that just prefer to be alone, but just not me. I know when you put people in prison, you put them in solitary confinement, it, it, it really increases their mental illness. Now, sometimes you have to do that for the safety of people around them. But the longer the solitary confinement lasts, the more damaging it can be to a person's mental health. You know, so isolating people, putting them in prison, putting them in solitary can be used as a punishment or a way to protect others, but it's not necessarily good for the individual over the long term. So this is what we're dealing with here, an increasingly isolated, lonely, and depressed society where people are living increasingly alone. And as the social constructs decrease, fewer and fewer people having to interact with people within the boundaries of their own homes Are they going to have the social skills required to interact with people outside of their homes? I ask you, what does this mean for the decline and fall of America? What do you think? Charles Factor, wishing you a great day.